Welcome back again to the Anime Boston Podcast, where we are the relish on top of your otaku sandwich. Today is a topic near and dear to our staff's heart, and by that I mean our stomachs. Today is a nice staff roundup talking about our favorite food spots around Lacan, those places we long to slip away to when our stomachs rumble and we need to be fed. We just gotta be careful of, you know, feeding after midnight. We multiply. That, that's how we increase our staffing numbers. So take a listen, take some notes, and feel free to also let us know what your favorite food spots around the con are. We're here to talk about something very near and dear to our hearts or our stomachs, and that is our favorite food run options at the convention. As con staff, you know, we don't always get the leisurely time just to go out willy-nilly and like spend an hour to eat where we want, to go wherever. Sometimes it's really about what's close by, what's quick to grab, what's affordable, and maybe also what tastes good. However, each of us want to prioritize it. That's everybody's business. But it is also something that we know you, the attendees, also care about. So we thought a couple of us would like to share where we like to grab food at the convention and maybe talk about some, you know, trips down nostalgic taste buds past of our fallen friends and restaurants that are no longer with us but give us good memories. Let's start with, and I'm going to go in the order of how you all appear to me on the Zoomity Zooms. Let's start with you, Mr. Todd, the Todd Father Whitney. Where's your grub of choice at the show? I got two choices. I got the Trader Joe, you know, the one that draws the nice pictures on the wall. I get a bunch of nuts and salty things and sweet things, and I use those to supplement my insatiable hunger all weekend. For salty nuts? Yep, for salty nuts. And... Yes, I see what I did there. Oh, God. <laughs> Unstop Nut November, let's go! <laughs> Sorry, kids. Sorry, children. Then I like whatever the salad place is currently calling itself. We all know it as the salad place. You walk out of the Heinz into the Prudential Mall, and it's there, just taunting you with its health food. Yeah, but it's gone through j- many names. We were actually trying to figure out what the current name is. We've put out Tender Greens, Sweet Greens. I suggested maybe it's called Mixed, but I think we landed on it's Tossed. That was the name I remember it being was Tossed. And I will I will generally eat there Friday through Sunday, two meals a day, and getting like some kind of chicken and lettuce and vegetables. And they're very nice there and will generally like double your protein or throw some extra quinoa or salty crunchies on top of it. So like, you know, some extra croutons or something. And the newest place there also gave you like a slice of bread on top. It was, it was just fantastic. Oh yeah. They like to do that at salad places now. They're like, here's your salad and here's some like focaccia bread. Enjoy. And, here, and here's just extra carbs because, you Why know. Why not? You're eating a salad. Go you. I love that we have started this off with probably one of the healthiest options. And it is going to probably be one of the few healthiest options on this list. Well, everybody knows when you're at a con, it's important to get your salad tossed. Sorry, children. Seamus, you have it as the president of NEAS and our head of security. This is a family-friendly show, Sarah. It's talking about salad. Okay, sure. You have to go in, you have to talk to someone. You got to get your roughage, your fiber. You really, sometimes you have to beg, but they will toss your salad. 
Yes. It's important. That's how that's top-notch service. Do they still, is it one of those places where it's like, do you want extra dressing? That's 25 cents. Yes. Is it uh, only that, 25? That's true. It's, it's like 50 cents or 25. It's like, do you Some, want your salad to taste not like the earth? It's going to be cents. another dollar. Yeah. I'm like, where do you get off salad places? Where do you get off? That's where they make the big bucks in the extra oh. salad dressing. They do that at some of the fast food places too now when you want like condiments for your fries. And I'm like, are you for real? This they is America. They get off through having their ta- salad tossed. <laughs> this is America. That ranch dressing should be free. Unlimited ranch. Unlimited ranch. No, you guys don't understand. When I know that there's a place that gives out free ranch, the amount I take is probably why they charge. I'm probably the reason why places charge for ranch. No, not really. It ceases to be a condiment and becomes a broth. What? <laughs> yes. okay. You have such a quantity of it that you drink it. It's not a broth. I wouldn't say it's a broth texture. A broth to me is something that's more watery. Which, speaking of, do you think a so lot a gruel? of... Would you say it's a gruel if you're eating a barrel of ranch dressing? Is it a gruel then? I mean, no, I, I, I maintain it's like, it's just like, you know, like, it's like savory cream. I use it as a bread conveyance vehicle. Yes. Like, okay. I, you, it you, is, dip your, you dip your rolls in it. It is a tool upon which that bread and breadsticks and pizza and fries are the vehicle upon which the ranch is delivered. Speaking oh, yeah, of, speaking of broth. place that gives you a ranch. So there's, yes, like there's a couple by me that do that. And they're like, just grab them out of the fridge. We don't give a crap. And I'm like, Mike, get a big handful. Bring it home. I'll eat it. I'll save it in the fridge for the next time for the places that actually charge us. I, I am a notorious, I'm a notorious condiment, condiment person. I will tell the everywhere. I'm like, can I have ketchup? No, no, no. You need to give me more ketchup. See my cupped hands here? This is how much ketchup. No, no, no. In packets. Give me all the ketchup you own. Thank you. It's really, it's, 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 it's tragic. It's, it's tragic and hilarious the amount of ketchup I use, but I am content to know that fellow AB staffer and one of our founding fathers, Adam Ferrara, feels the exact same way about ketchup. He's part of the ketchup camaraderie and it's good for you. You get your lycopene, you get your vitamins. You have some hot water, you have tomato soup. That's just, that's just, uh. If you're some people in my family, it's, oh, no, we don't have tomato sauce. Well, I guess this will do. Here's some bread and ketchup. That's how the Honey Boo Boo people used to make their uh, <laughs> make their delicious pasta with the sketty. Uh, my the finest of pizzas. That my grandmother, bless her soul, bless her soul, she did used to do that. She would make barely strained spaghetti and put ketchup, put ketchup on it. God bless No her. country crock? I mean, that's what sort no, of... No, I think this... No, may, sir... This was when my my mom was the little. I don't think country crock was invented yet. This predates the crock. It predates the country. It predates it predates friendlies and country crock. It, it, it predates the era of margarine that has now become Tupperware. Which you bet you we did that. Con, I'm sorry, country crock tubs also double as very convenient Tupperware for a couple of months, and I oh, maintain yeah. that. Speaking of broth, to go back, you know, you'd be surprised. I bet some of you think that a lot of us are going to pick Wagamama because of ramen, but you'd be surprised. But also because Wagamama takes time to like actually like eat and order. And you got to sit, sit down and, and you got to sit down. And even if you get it, like, here's the thing. You can get it as takeaway, but it's just not as nice. It's just not as nice assembling your own ramen. It's not as nice. And if you mess up, you're out of staff shirt. That's true. And they are a commodity. Okay. So not. What are your choices? Trader Joe's is usually a staple for me. On Thursday, I'll pick up fruit, nuts, the chocolate-covered peanut butter cups. Which delicious. I'd like to point out Todd Whitney 
is eating right now because we reminded Todd that he had them. And I'm jealous. Thank you. I'm jealous too. I don't have any on me. Everybody's going to suddenly go to Trader Joe's tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, Usually their salads and wraps sustain me for lunch, sometimes dinner, for breakfast are really like going to flour that's outside the Sheridan and the Hilton um, because I ordered through the app. So I get that for breakfast. And usually if I need like a pick me up coffee, I'll go to this like really fancy bougie place in the Peru called Nespresso. Cause it's an espresso bar. So I'll get like a double shot of espresso over ice. And again, that will sustain me for the day. Oh my God. You reminded me of flour because some of us are cre- who've been on, who's been on staff long enough. We tend to be creatures of habit. So we have our familiar places that become muscle memory. And when it's like you've slept for maybe four hours, you're not thinking and you're like, your body just moves in the direction. Flower is still in that. I mean, it's probably not new at this point. If you, if you, but if you throw in the, the COVID lost time years, flower is still relatively new enough that it hasn't gotten into some of our muscle memory, but it is a really good spot. And I need to remember to go there more often in the morning. Yeah. I, I forgot until we just, Mentioned, mentioned it. it. I, I, I was all busy mourning the loss of uh, Aubin Pen, like we were talking about earlier. Yes, uh, sadly, for those of you who don't know, it sounds like Aubin Pen is Aubin Fayage. Aubin gone. Oh, it's Aubin gone. And it's sad because you know what? For what it was, for a lot of us, it was there. It was good. It, it was good enough. The price was good. It wasn't bad. It was like if you hit it at the right time it wasn't busy like i would go because like, i'm a basic person i could i could be happy with like soup and a roll because sometimes i just can't stomach food but it would be like nice and warm or they have like every now and then a random seasonal sandwich like they had this lemon chicken sandwich that was that was pretty dope so like every now and then it was a quick spot but i know seamus had mentioned that he had this one very interesting sounding breakfast item that he would always go for it was so badass it was this smoked salmon wasabi cucumber breakfast sandwich on a uh, onion dill bagel and they had it forever and i think i probably ate it anytime i had breakfast from when did we go over to 2005 we moved yeah okay so every breakfast from like 2005 until 19 or was it gone by then or did it leave in 18 it was Maybe. still there in 19 was it okay well i ate there. a lot of those mofos yeah, you have eaten 14 years of <laughs> yeah. that, my friends. With a, with a little fresh squeezed OJ on the side. Oh, God, yes, it's I forgot about that. Breakfast. But like now, you may, you reminded me the flower exists, and uh, so it's not quite as bleak. You know, honestly, though, like, that's the funny thing. I don't think of, I can't think of, like, because as much as there's, like, great bakeries and bagel places nearby, I can't think of anywhere that would be able to make that one specific combo of things. But I feel like you could find yourself a pretty good bagel or breakfast sandwich over at Flower. And it might be like your new thing for like the next 14 years, God willing. I know you'd mentioned that that like the whole Uber Eats universe has sort of been changed over the course of the pandemic, but we had started using it a little bit beforehand. And we found a couple of little delis that did like real traditional Jewish locks, uh, mm. bagel and capers and bread onion and, and tomato. And there were times when we had someone bring those to us while we were in the middle of a shift, uh, and that's one of the best things on the planet. You just had your bagel spread, a lock spire in security. Yeah, with a schmear. See something, say something, come to report things, stay for a schmear. Yes. Yeah. The security motto. Well, that's not their motto. It's Akuzoku-san, first of all. For those of you who don't know, like, Seamus is a very fun character. And one of the in-jokes with security, aside from red shirts, 
which is hilariously not the people who die first, it's the people who do a good job and get promoted. They doesn't have... necessarily mean nobody wants to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they suffer. They just don't die. Maybe, maybe spiritually a little. I'm just kidding. It's real security is a good spot. A little bit every I'm, I'm, I'm we're, we're we're joking. We're joking. A lot, of, you know, we joke about it, but you have some very dedicated staff who come back every year and who very much love it. But one of the things I've always appreciated about your sense of humor is how you literally made a crest for your own department. And it's the Shinsengumi and yeah, it's well, Akuzokuzan. I mean, and I, and I, and they, they have actual little, like, I think you guys, did you guys have armbands of it at one point or did you uh, put it on your shirt? We, no, we got, we had, we had pins. Oh, uh, yeah, and yeah, it, we, yeah. We, we've done shirts. We've done pins. We've got some, some very fine flags. You can come by and check them out. It's yeah. They're a modern day sam- samurai squad who loves them Jewish jelly bits. To be fair, a good, like good Jewish jelly stuff, especially in the Northeast is so good because like I live in Western I live in the West now and it is not the same it is not the same you cannot find it the same like you can say it's a deli you can say it has these things it is not the same you can't even find like a really good bacon egg and cheese like sandwich on a roll the right way out here and so these are the things disappointing discovery I mean, like, there are things out here that, that are very good, but there are some things when I go back for AB that I'm definitely like, okay, like, I come in like a wrecking ball. I got to get me, like, my sandwich. Got to get me my things. Oh, my God. Okay, actually, Trader Joe's doesn't carry it, but when I can find a grocery store that can carry I was saying before how I really, really like the Trader Joe's nacho tortilla chips. I make, I have the controversial and bold opinion that they're better than the Dorito nacho-flavored chips. And I said, I'm not talking about, about, like, the like the what is it the flavored hots i'm talking about when it comes flaming, to flaming hot. flaming hot i know you can the tell i don't eat spicy hots. what what is this nathan's finest it's like the halloween store version of the costume i don't know like bug demon i don't know bug juice demon i don't know i don't eat spicy food i'm very white i'm sorry i'm super white i have a very white palate i admit it i only just discovered what bon mis were like two years ago because i lived across from a bon mi place which i really do miss right about now during the pandemic which i'll get to when we get to my part but i am of the controversial opinion that when it comes to just regular nacho tortilla chips that flavor alone Trader joe's Way better than Dorito. Way better than Dorito. I don't remember now where we got on this from, unfortunately. This is going to be one of those one of those little tangents that went nowhere. So it really is like a real conversation with friends. Last I knew, we were talking about Dilly's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because there are some things that they only have on the East Coast, I always hype up those Trader Joe's tortilla chips. Do you know what I really, really, really secretly love to find and snack on during con? And this is so stupid. Uts sour cream and onion potato chips because they are like the best sour cream and onion potato chips and they 100% don't sell them out where I live. And anytime I go back East, I literally have to go to the grocery store and buy like bags of that to, to smuggle home. That's I believe a Pennsylvania company. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. They are very serious about snacking there. Like they're like almost religious about, about snacking. So here's the thing. You can find Uts, but it's only plain. You can't find any of the flavored ones. They're so. all dressed chips, or wait, Uts has all dressed. Yeah, like the. This is information I did not know. Uh, when I go home for Christmas, I'm gonna have to find that. I believe they do. I'm like ninety percent sure they do. 
I mean, like, maybe they have it by you because you live in Vermont. Yep. And I'm well, very since... close to Canada, so sometimes you get some weird crossover. A little yeah. spillover. Yeah. <laughs> a little spillover, like a spillage of maple. Yeah, most of our video games have, are like, they have, like, the dual lingual on the, the packaging. Quapasay, French yep. or English. Yeah. English and French. Well, speaking of Trader Joe's, that's, like, actually, for me, where I go for food is, like, I'll usually hit up Trader Joe's for, like, some snacks. I actually like a lot of their sandwiches and some of their salads for, like, one of the days I want to pretend that I'm healthy. Maybe look at a vegetable. Like, I might get one of these, like, salads from Trader Joe's. They have this one. It's, like, lettuce. And it's got, like, couscous and, like, chicken. And it's got, like, a little bit of corn and red pepper. And it's got, like, this really good, like, basil vinaigrette situation. It's so good, though. It's so good. So I'll get that. I want to try doing some of their iced coffee this year that I just need to add like ice to because <laughs> here comes the real controversial opinion. I can already feel Todd getting a sad. I don't like Dunkin' Donuts. I don't like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. What I will say is the hash brown tots are banging. Those are really good. Those slap. The coffee is not good. I, I do not prefer their coffee. And what I've been doing is be, be, because I am so controversial and I am an outlier, which is reflected in the level of busyness. Well, everybody is in line at Dunkin's. And don't get me wrong, Dunkin's at the Heinz doesn't need my business. They do a lot of good business during our weekend. I just go over to Blue Bottle. And I know that this is a controversial opinion of the fact that I'm usually one of the four people in line there. But I said what I said. One of the most but important Dun things that we do as New Englanders is to pretend that Dunkin' Donuts is really good. It's part of our know, culture. You know what it is? It's I think that it's that better than Starbucks. Well, it's better than the West Coast one. You know, Dunkin' Donuts, you could say a lot of things about Dunkin' Donuts. But it's uh, always there for you. The coffee is maybe a little overly sweetened and often burned and, you know, not complex or awesome. And the food is not good. It's bad. That's <laughs> all. Know, I have nothing else. <laughs> no, I will give this to Dunkin' Donuts. Their, their spread is impressive in New England. I think in my hometown alone, you can't go half a mile without running into a Dunkin' Donuts. And oh, for sure. the first time when Mike and I started dating and he came home, I was like, I want you to know that I'm not kidding when I say that there is a Dunkin's every half mile and I'm going to show you right now. We're going to go on the tour of the Dunkin' Donuts. So, you know what? Is it the best? No. Is it the greatest food? Probably not. But you know what? When you need some caffeine or you, you need something, it is literally always there for you in New England. You just got to go another mile. Sorry, Duncan. Please sponsor us still. Trader Joe's. If you've got to, that, spons that spawns money. We're a charity. Lauren. Yes. Uh, Utz does not seem to have an all-dress chip. I think I that thinking, was a fever dream. I think you're going to I was thinking of Humpty Dumpty. What is um, Humpty Dumpty? I'm often thinking of Humpty Dumpty. It's another chip company. They're a snack food company, and they are in my local like corner store. They are next to each other. I think you're going to have to bring some to the convention. Are you looking we'll for all-dressed chips? Yeah. No, the specific brand now, Humpty Dumpty. I'm like, first of all, what brand is this? Second of all, I've never heard of them, so I think that as a posthumous follow-up to this, that's... They are in Todd. the link, you may order them from your local Amazon subsidiary. I mean, Todd, you could just bring them to Colin. I could. I mean, that's a way away, but I'm patient. Ooh, that bag is pretty poppin'. That's a party bag. That looks like <laughs> like the bag. No offense to Humpty Dumpty, because I'm sure it's delicious. It 100% gives me dollar store ruffle, ruffles vibes. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Like the RC it's like the, the RC the, Cola of ruffles. The is best good. kind of, like, 80s packaging that never got updated. I kind the most of, delicious carby kind. It's like RC Cola. Have they ever updated their packaging? 
Hell no, but you know they what? Need to? Oh, the no. hell no, because RC Cola still slap. If you can find that, Seamus, did we ask you like your other food options? I know Not we talked about your bagel. Around, I don't think. I think you have some very strong burger opinions. I do. I could correct. mess. I could mess up a Shake Shack burger. That would be my pick if we were going burger. I think it's better. I think it might be the best regional. Not even regional because they've, they've got quite Ooh. a. Quite a what? No, yeah, it's better than In and Out. Yes, it's better than In and Out. I mean, what a burger! It is better than what a burger. Oh, okay. So listen, listen, listen. No, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Look, In and Out. I used to be all big up on. In and Out has made some decisions that are questionable in the press lately. I will say, I've got no horse in this race because, like, I mean, I'm if I'm gonna get anything from Shake Shack, I actually usually don't get the burger. But man, throwing down with Whataburger, that is some uh, yep. that is some bravery because as much as I like to think that the West Coast gets defensive about In and Out, we got nothing on Texans and Whataburger. Holy God. Well, as long as we're talking about the, uh, the the shack, I would like to remind everyone that they they also offer delicious concretes made from frozen custard in a variety of flavors. Which thank you. I didn't actually I somehow forgot or my brain completely ignored the fact that Shake Shack does concretes, and I'm going to have to try this out now. I'm I'm very curious. Oh, yeah, I'm too. I should. So I think, Bo, when we were talking a little bit about this before, you also mentioned a very interesting burger option that was a place that you really liked. Yes, it's it's on Boylston Street, and it's just across. You just need to cross Massachusetts Avenue to a place called Boston Burger Company. And they have really good burgers. And one of my favorite ones is something called the Vermonster, which surprisingly is pretty good despite what comes in it. Sautéed apples, red onion, bacon, maple mayonnaise, and sharp Vermont cheddar. Would eat. But, I mean, I would eat like, bacon. I feel like I would need at least two of you to also try this for science because it sounds good, but I feel like it's like, okay, I feel like I'm alone in this. Sometimes there is such thing as too much burger for me and my stomach, but I can definitely feel like that is something that could 100% be uh, many of you on board with. But have you ever had... It's like a very common burger up here, is like that exact thing called a Vermonter. You know, sir, not all of us live in Vermont. Yeah, I know. You're in this magical, like, cross-comfortable land of, like, all just chips and, like, maple and cheddar and, like, banging orchards because you live in the area of the country that remembers apple cider exists. And apple cider donuts and like the list goes on. It's just, it's great. Miss cider donuts. They're starting to be a thing here, but it's not the same. It's not the same. I sound like I hate living in Northern California. I don't. The weather is really great, but there are just some food things that I can truly only get. Like I go back east for AB and maybe that's what makes it all You're missing culture, Lauren. (laughs) Am I missing culture? Like food culture? Because there is also, for those of the people out there who listen to Trash Jays, we're not talking about what they define as culture, just to be clear. For any nerds with a crossover, we're talking about food culture. We're not talking about being cultured. (sighs) Listen, there's food culture out here. It's just different from New England. And there are some things that, like, I just have to wait once a year to get or or, or twice a year to get. And it just makes it that much more the sweeter and fleeting. Like when I go my yearly pilgrimage to Stu Leonard's and Wegmans. Because we'll never get a Wegmans out here, much to my dismay. But we got wineries, so there's that. And we have all the produce. You get like the beer, you get the wine. You, hey, listen, sir, we have all the produce that provide you those tossed salads. So make, me hold, so make it, me hold them hostage. We were out there like two or three years ago, and the produce on the West Coast is just 
so much better than it is on the East Coast. It is. I actually. never had tasted a melt like a honeydew melon that I liked until I was on the West Coast. And I was like, oh, these are delicious. This is what this is supposed to taste. Exactly. I know. This, I this feel like I need like to... It's on a truck for four days. I know. I feel like I should smuggle fruit back for people. Because <laughs> it's, it's the same country. I mean, it's not illegal. It's just weird. It's not the dumbest stuff I've smuggled in luggage. You mean transported? Let's just use... Transported legally and I mean, not against we'll... any type of things. Please don't put her on a no-fly list. Please don't put me on the no-fly list. I just got my global entry re-upped and my DSA pre-re-upped. But yeah, 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 that's right. I forgot that you came out here a while ago because I think we took we took you guys to... Did we take you... Where did we take... I know one time we took you to Starbelly. Did we take... No, we... that was just Starbelly. That was the only time that we were in Northern California. Oh, I thought you would come out again and we take you to some burger place... No. Maybe it was that other Todd. Probably. No, I don't remember. There are like four of us. I don't The entire country. Yeah. But there's get together and vote on issues of Todd import. Yeah, like which one of us gets to be called the Todd father that year? Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, thank you. It was was a very tough campaign. Who gets to be the biggest influencer for Vermont culture? And who gets to be the butt end of all the George Carlin jokes for the year? And recently we added a fifth member and he was directly responsible for BoJack Horseman. Well then, on that note, we hope this gave you a lot of food for thought. English is hard for me at certain times of night. We hope this gave you a lot of food for thought, figuratively, literally, spiritually. Until then, start working on your Yelp lists for Khan and see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Anime Boston podcast presented by the Anime Boston Convention. This is a volunteer effort and a labor of love and is presented to you by the podcast staff, Lauren Gallo, Bogulu, George Yazbak, Mitch Stern, Nanvo, Olivia Keen, and Todd the Todd Father Whitney. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.